Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to On The Turnbuckle for the first episode of 2019. I swore I was going to say 2018. I'm joined by Lyle in the studio. Welcome back to Australia, mate. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. It's uh, been an interesting few weeks have for you, myself. Have you worn pants since you've been back in the country? Uh, God, no. I wore pants too often while I was in Japan. You're in your underwear today, which is a bit of a, a nasty shock to everybody. And we're joined on the phone on his extended break, so he won't be joining us for the whole episode by the Shebexter, Tony. Uh, very good day to you both. Hope <laughs> you well back there. Uh, a bit of sumo wrestling, was it, Bob? Uh, no, nah, mate, I only watch the predetermined stuff. It's not, I'm so not you... worried about you watching it. I was wondering whether you actually competed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a big Christmas for myself. It's not sumo season, <laughs> unfortunately. Yes. It looked like you guys followed a few blokes uh, who went over and girls who went over to Japan for that New Japan Wrestling show, and you all looked like you had an amazing time. Uh, yeah, it was it was an experience, that's for sure. I think it was about 6,500 Westerners travelled this year. Yes, and we will be questioning you extensively later in the episode. And obviously, we've got a big start to the year this year, and uh, unfortunately, Tony's not going to be with us today. Uh, where are you, Tony? Well, I'm up in Sydney, up at Lane Cove National Park, doing a little bit of camping. My boys playing baseball up here at the Baseball National, so doing the right thing. As I watch an A3, a quarter of A380. Well, you're not Actually making fly over my head. You're not making him uh, camp while he's playing. Uh, no, no, no. Are he's, you? With, he's with the team, so he's uh, he's doing it in luxury at the Novotel. Well, we've got the two gazebos and the two tents out and doing it hard. Actually, it's not a Pontus A380. It's an Alitalia. Just remember, Tony, if God had meant us to camp, he wouldn't have invented five-star hotels. I can't believe. You probably made the family drive up as well, did you? <laughs> there's things up here called... Yeah, we, yeah, we, did, we did the drive up and everything. <laughs> uh, there's things up here called pheasants. Called what? And they are fitting. Pheasants, they're like turkeys, and they just ravage through your, uh, through your campsite. Oh. If only I had a shotgun. So the poor people who are camping there, the poor people who got like these pheasants rummaging through their stuff. They've probably got you rummaging through their stuff. Like it's not a very pleasant trip. They actually look like Lover Boy. Hey. I must say these pheasants. Take it easy, so mate. Don't bag Lover Boy. Not very good looking things. He's moved on to bigger things than us, mate. Hey, well, there's some news about him too, isn't there? There's floating around. Yeah, there is. Um, we'll we'll hopefully touch on that later. Uh, big show mm. we've got planned today. So, uh, Lyle, you sat down with Jimmy fucking Havoc. Uh, yeah, did actually. And uh, unfortunately, I wasn't in Japan interviewing him. But hey, we both met in Australia on uh, neutral territory. It was uh, good. So you met at MCW. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, can I just can I just revisit that? You both met in Australia on neutral territory. Where the hell are you from, mate? Uh, I'm I'm unwanted backstage at uh, MCW, mate. I'm very I'm a foreigner. You're when unwanted I... in lots of places. From <laughs> <laughs> parts unknown. Uh, it was yeah, it was it was super fun. And obviously, well, Tony and I couldn't be there, yeah. so we did get a fill in. I think he's a bit more a than a work experience kid to fill in for us. Yep. Uh, I don't know how much experience he's got, uh, Lord Andy Coyne. You'll have to be the judge when you listen, but uh, this is Lyle and Lord Andy Coyne with Jimmy Havoc backstage at MCW. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is On The Turnbuckle. I am a guest host, uh, Lord Andy Coyne. I am here with Lyle. And Lyle, thank you very much for welcoming along for this interesting journey. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't have it any other way, especially the other two That's co-hosts. Why. You definitely having, would have had it another way. Nah, the other two co-hosts, <laughs> not having other plans and stuff like that, there's wrestling involved. Well, Brent, of course, went to a wedding. Yeah. How dare he feel that that's more important? True definitely love. not. Definitely Nothing not. is more important than, of course, our guest here today who's here for MCW and that is of course Jimmy Havoc Jimmy that, that is how I feel about myself as well there's, no, there's nothing more important than me so. I, think that, I, I think that's fair obviously you've come over once again and thank you very much for coming well, over thanks for having me I'm, and, I'm here because I'm getting paid but, well, you know, that's just, that's, and, and so <laughs> I'm in one of those movies today I'm one of those movies today sorry yeah, no, 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 I'm I, feeling ill I'm too hot I get cranky when I'm hot yeah, this is the problem. The Australian weather. What, what, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what yeah, temperature? Yeah, why not? Go, it's, it's fucking snow back home. Yeah, well, yeah it's here say, and here it's like 35, 40 degrees. I checked the, I checked the weather for Monday and Tuesday, and it's like 35, I think. Oh, no. I'm so glad I'm in mm. New Zealand. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we're currently in the bowels of the Thornbury Theatre, and it's almost like we've got a bit of a curse when it comes to international guests coming over, because it always seems to be one of the hottest days of the years every time this happens. So, But I think... Uh, the last, the last time I was here, it was okay, because it was your winter. Yes, like, like Juno was here. I think yeah. so. no, that was okay. Okay, that was, it was rain and everything. I was, I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I prefer the cold as well. I, I think yeah. a, you live in Australia. A, yeah, 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 yeah. You poor bastard. <laughs> in my yeah. so yeah. I apologise for swearing. No, no, you. Oh no, no, swear away. You could no, you don't have to. If, if it's, it's I don't have to edit out any of the swearing. Right. That's not my job. So please go. And <laughs> no, we won't edit nothing. It's fine. <laughs> do you know what? do like I say. I say horrible things sometimes. One question, actually, I personally always wanted to ask you, and this is actually going back a couple of years now. When you first came to MCW, yeah. you gave Dowie James such an ass kicking that unfortunately you fucked your own leg up. Yeah. Your own leg up. <laughs> how 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 is your leg, and how are you? But how are you physically at the moment? Uh, I've I've never been very good physically. But yeah, I think that's uh, down to my lifestyle choices more than anything. Sure. Um, but yeah, the, the, this knee's feeling okay. Uh, the other knee's fucked now, so that's good. Okay, nice, John, nice and Johnny Kid in a normal match, and mm-hmm. used to tear a meniscus. Oh, so that's good. I, I had three matches that weekend. One was a hardcore tag match, one was a barbed wire, no right barbed wire match, mm-hmm. and uh, one was Johnny Kidd. And that's the one I've done them in the end. It's I always away, yeah, isn't it? I always find it, it always reminds me of ECW and Rob Van Dam, but I remember when I started watching wrestling and seeing yeah. all the crazy antics he did, and I think he broke his ankle slide. on a baseball slide, yeah, wasn't it, of all things? It's not finished the match. Yeah. He did, yeah. 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 No, well, in all fairness, that is Rob Van Dam for you. Actually, actually just... Actually, that kind of neatly goes on. I mean, obviously, your style of wrestling, I mean, I suppose there's obviously pros and cons. There's always risks with that style of wrestling. Yeah. Do you have any regrets? Because I think the one thing you had a couple of years ago, you took part in the 2017 Tournament of Death with CZW. Yes. Any regrets? or None at all. Do you love it? Uh, I feel winning that was almost like validation for everything mm. I've done. Like, I never got into wrestling for it to be a career. Yeah. I did it because I loved it. And I love the hardcore stuff. I thought it was my favourite wrestler. And like, you know, being a teenager watching CZW, that's the sort of shit I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, it was just seemed 
I do like I love wrestling I love doing like wrestling matches I don't go for a chance to do it very often yeah. so it's nice when they happen because it's very rare but my cardio is really shit so it's much easier to fly through a table and lay there for five minutes um, <laughs> but like <laughs> I've, I've always found I've been, I can be more creative when there's like weapons or something because yeah. like it, and I, I think it sort of plays into me as a person or more um I, I enjoy the bleeding. I enjoy the adrenaline rush of the, the pain. Like, you know, like, I don't know if you see me do like the barefoot thumbtacks. Yes, yes, like, yes. It is a rush. Yep. It's a massive adrenaline rush. Um, so the we, girls who have sex with me probably don't think the same. But you know, it's, uh, stab me, stab me. What? <laughs> so I was going to say, was the uh, the tournament of death? Was that something that's always been on your bucket list? Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I'm, when when I got booked for it, um, it's surprising. Cause I've known uh, DJ Hyde because he's W for a long time. Yeah. Um, but like we, it never just worked out and then like he booked me for it and then like to tell me I was winning was like it was fucking cool yeah, it, it, almost, yeah. it did feel like validation for the thing I've done um, and because of that like I feel like that sort of thing sort of legitimised deathmatch and hardcore wrestling a bit more especially mm-hmm. in the UK because um, like the amount of like hardcore match stuff now in the UK like has gone up like so much I feel yeah. like I've, I've been a big part in like making people realise that it's not just people who can't wrestle hitting each other with shit yep, yep. You know, if, I, I still do prefer like doing the sort of hardcore death matches when there's a reason for them like, sure. there's a storyline going into it yep. like because you get a lot more reaction out of it and there's you know if the two people have got a legitimate reason for wanting to murder each other yep. you can do a lot less and have a lot more like uh, so empathy even, like, mm, crowd, so even though it's a hardcore match it's still about that human connection yeah, yeah, it's the that, emotion that's, that's what wrestling should be it's about you know the connect, your connection with the crowd the storyline you're trying to tell yep. you know, people's emotional investment in, in what's happening mm-hmm. um, but saying that I do love getting hit with light tubes so you know I, I probably do that home on my own anyway yeah. if I just get paid for it <laughs> do you know it's funny but, like, but, but like, like I was saying like, I, I feel like winning to death is sort of validation mm. I do because oh I'm not even that there's people who hate it but like where I'm the other side of the world right now yep. and someone yes. paid for me to be here I'm going to Sydney tomorrow to mm-hmm. pay for that I'm going for a four day holiday in New Zealand and someone's paid for that and then I'll do a show in the summer there then I'll come back to Melbourne for another show and I've got three days in Melbourne just to hang out with friends perfect like, I've not compromised the way I want to wrestle once in my whole life yeah um, and everything seems to go so well like uh, I'll put a post on Instagram uh, around New Year's like um Zach Sabre Jr., he's like my, my, my best mate. Yeah. Um, we've been friends for like 15 years now since like we met at training school together. Yep. No, our career paths have been vastly different. I read the post, <laughs> yes, it yeah. was amazing. But the fact that we both ended up in Tokyo on New Year's together, like having not compromised anything that we've wanted, like we've wrestled the way we wanted all the time. Yeah. Mm. And like, okay, I, I might not be on the same level he is, but I'm enjoying myself. You know, I've got 20 event crack and haul and win. How fucking mental is that? Yeah. Like, I've got to wrestle Big Japan and Big Japan to get me back again. Like, That's it's, awesome. it's sick. That's, I'm getting to be flown around the world to hang out with mates to sightsee and then do a job that I fucking love all the while you know yes I'm getting very cut up but <laughs> the risks I feel like with that are so much less than if I took 20 German suplexes on my head yeah well that's certainly a way of looking at it I mean obviously there are unfortunately wrestlers who in the past have taken all those high impact moves yeah. and obviously they've had the neck injury yeah. the head injuries the back injuries and things like that yeah I, I still take those sort of bumps up very occasionally but like um, I, I always feel that um, it's like it, there's a time and place for it it's yeah. not that the people say there's time and place for hardcore wrestling which is fine but like I'd much rather have a few cuts and scrapes on me mm-hmm. than wake up the next day not being able to move my neck yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like most of anything, every time I go for night shoot, it's always like a flat one. Yeah, you know, it's because it's a big enough fucking explosion with the glass. Yeah. Anyway, you don't need to like do fucking head bump through it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I enjoy the way I wrestle. If you don't enjoy it, that's fine. I totally get that. But don't cut me off and say it's not real wrestling. 
Because I wouldn't dare. No, no, I mean, I'm with you in the. Of course, yeah, Twitterverse or the social media. Because you're the one being flown around the fucking world getting paid to do a job you love. Yeah. I mean, I am. So I'm obviously doing something, okay? Yeah. I mean, obviously, as a, you know, as a commentator, I think it gives me a sense of appreciation because I wouldn't dare criticise any wrestler and their style, regardless of who might be. Oh, yeah, but you've looked in the mirror, though, haven't you? Tell you what, let's move on. Obviously, uh, um, you've had a great 2018. I'm joking, sorry. <laughs> he says he's joking, but anyway. I'm joking. Aren't you, you're British. We, I am British. Got a wonderful connection here. Oh, thank you. Well, I was going to say, so obviously, you had a great 2018. Any particular highlights for you? Um, the, the progress tour around uh, America was pretty cool. We did uh, New York, Philadelphia. Uh, Boston, Seattle, Detroit, and Chicago, and I got to wrestle the ECW arena. Yep, so that was fucking. That That's was another sick. bucket list. Like, sure. Yeah, that was cool. I, I, it's like Ricky Shane Page, yeah. he's the guy who, like wrestled the main event at Caracas mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. We did the main event. He's like, and we've been brought back together to. It's mental how like one of my best mates is a guy who lives the other side of the Atlantic, and we're sort of experiencing all this together and yeah. stuff. Like, it's cool. I'm getting to all this with my mates. So anything like that is, is a highlight. And, like, um, I love music, so part of that tour of progress, like, I did a couple of shows in MIW in New York, and I stayed with a couple of mates in New York, and I went to Montreal uh, to this heavy music festival, mm-hmm. so like a three-day festival, because my one of my best mates is uh, the editor of Metal Hammer magazine oh, in nice. England. Uh, so he saw that, it just so happened, it was lucky by the time, like, all of this wouldn't have happened without wrestling. It's oh. fucking mental. Yeah. My life is mental. You know, so like, a, April, uh, so we did, I flew to... Atlanta, then New Orleans, then drove to Orlando, and then flew back to London, then flew to Perth, then Melbourne, Jeez. then Sydney, then Singapore, then home with all like in April. There's a progress doing that as well. Yeah. That was meant like a normal person gets to do that shit. Nah. And like I know a lot of us complain about it, but I wouldn't give it up for anything. Like I, I love I love being on the road. Yeah. It, it, it's cool. Like I quite like staying in the hotel. It's nice because I don't have to make my bed. There's a nice clean towel. Yeah, fresh towels. Nice mint wave on your pillow. The, the, the worst thing about wrestling, I think, like um, I spoke about like sort of depression and stuff before. But, like, yeah. um, it, it, you get such a high from the wrestling. But like if you then go home and in the morning you go, oh, I've got to take the bins out. Oh, shit! Like yeah. it's such a juxtaposition between yeah, like yeah, yeah. that high of a crowd, like either cheering you or calling you a cunt. I'm happy with either. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know, reality of everyday life the next day it, it, it used to be really I've got a handle on it better now good kind of like counselling and stuff I'm like, that's, that's really helped like, anyone who's, who's on the fence about it if you're feeling sad just go and talk to someone yeah. it's honestly it's the best thing I've ever done do you think um, wrestling is actually a really good direction for people to go into if they perhaps do suffer from depression in oh god no. 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 no 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 it made, made things so much worse for me at the start yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Everyone suffers from it to a certain extent, I think. Like, sure. you know, but Definitely. it depends on how you deal with it as a person, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like, but being a performer is not good if you have anxiety. I really don't yeah. think it's, it's, it's the worst. It's literally the worst. Yeah. Because, like, I always second guess myself, I always think I'm shit, I always like. And then, uh, you know, there's like, I can have a thousand tweets of people telling me I'm amazing. Yeah. There's that one tweet, you focus on that shit one. cunt, and that's the one I focus yeah. on. And that's, that's, I think that's the same for a lot of us as performers. Oh. Like, you've got to have some sort of like, there's something in you to want to be a performer. That I think we've got something in our brains that want that sort of, the, the, the sort of gift of entertaining others. Yeah. At the same time, if we're told we haven't got that gift as good as someone else, then it fucking that hurts. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But, yeah. But then on the flip side, you get, sad all of you, get, yeah, you get to travel yeah, to Japan. Travel world, man, yeah. Obviously, yeah, Japan someone else is sick. paying. I, 
went to Japan yeah. mm. while you were there. You got Russell Kingdom. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was, and it was then a wicked show. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Just the spectacle of yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I was just saying, like, even if you're not really into WWE, I'll say, like, you should go to WrestleMania at least once. Yeah. Because the yeah. spectacle is it's so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, I still, I've been for the last, like, four years. I've loved it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's fun. It's fucking wicked. It's, yeah. You know, it's really good. So, while I was there, I went to 15 shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just missed Fight Club Pro because I booked really early before yeah, you guys yeah. announced the show, which is disappointing, but that was the day I flew home. Yeah. But That was a wicked show. I was like, getting to main event crack. Yeah, is one that, that's what I want to ask. That, obviously, yeah. we've spoken about, I've spoken about Bucket List. Yeah. It was the main eventing in Japan and Karakan. Like, last year, getting to do ECW Arena. This year, getting to do Karakan. Like, amazing. I don't know. Like, me and Ricky were both like, what the fuck is our life? Like, <laughs> n- neither of us ever imagined that this would be the point that we're, we're sort of yeah. at in our lives where we're getting to do this sort of shit. And someone else like, is flying you there yeah. to do it. So we, I'm, 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 I am getting sad again. I received a dumpsh for Christmas. And I'm oh, luckily, no. luckily me, well, it's about sort of start of December. But like, because I fly seven books, yeah, I said, look, fuck it, fly me over on the 29th. I'm just going to be year there. Like, Zach was there. Yep. A bunch of my friends were there. And I've, I, honestly, it's the best thing I've done. Because Tokyo is sick. I love it. It's yeah. a cool fucking place. Like, getting to go to like Shibuya and shit and like we went to the Imperial Palace like because I got like a week of like sightseeing yeah. before the, the show started um, and then we had like a couple of days off afterwards as well so I do a bit more sightseeing and stuff it's just yeah, yeah I can't recommend Tokyo enough to it yeah that, that's, that's what I see you can drink beers on the street at 10.30 yeah, in the morning funny. and you can take your own beers into the yeah, venues too as well so you don't even have to get off your yeah, seat crazy was, oh, was... they have the beer sellers walking around the, seat, the seats in Russia yeah, like, that blew yeah. my mind I don't have to leave my seat yeah. <laughs> if, if they had like a little pot for me to piss in as well yeah like, yeah, that'd be the perfect, perfect venue. So, what what was your big Japan experience? Oh, I loved it because right. I, I really enjoy the way they do their death matches. Did you come to the, the uh, Shinkiba show? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I uh, I went to a hard hit show at oh, yeah. First Ring, which is it's an amazing yeah, little, it's a cool venue. little venue. Isn't it? Super cool. It looks so much bigger, like on video. It's, when you get in there, it's like... tiny. Yeah, I remember <laughs> the, the first show I went to was like the second day I was there. There was only one other Westerner in the crowd, oh, yeah. and I was super out of my element. Yeah. And I was so nervous. Uh, he obviously he, we spoke to each other, and then once the show started, we all just become wrestling fans. Yeah, and you know, I let it's, very, it's very universal. It was yeah. it was amazing. You know, but yeah, like you said, everything is so close. The, yeah. the traveling is easy. You know, I, well, I would well, my first match in Big Japan, I was tagging with Ruhuji uh, Ito, who had wrestled in Germany before, uh, against uh, Yuka Miyamoto, who had wrestled in like, Wolverhampton before. Yeah. So like, luckily it was two guys I knew. Um, and I got to, you know, it was, it's a, wrestling is universal, for us, other than like some little nuances that the yeah. different cultures have and stuff, it, it's the same all around the world. You know, you don't need to speak the same language. I mean, it would have helped if I spoke that language. <laughs> but, but they speak some English. Like, yeah. But it's all body movement and stuff, so once you know, you're just sort of looking through it, like, it's quite easy. And it's just, I've always wanted to work for Big Japan. Yeah. It was, that was the dream. Like, was, like, I used to love like FMW and stuff back in the day, so like, when that closed down, like, like Big Japan just like, become bigger. Yeah. Like, yeah, to, to be asked to do that is cool, and then to be asked to go back again is, yeah. you know, oh, that's, yeah, that's I'm very excited. Yeah, well, Big great. Japan as a whole show is really good. Yeah. Like, it's not just death matches if people have a negative feelings towards well, I do like Daisuke Sakamoto and stuff They're, like, amazing the, 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 the strong BJ tag team we, we did explain like you don't know what your tag team like strong BJ you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you do get that don't you one of the days we did a, a small show in uh, Yokohama which is quite cool to go to uh, but I wrestled one of their young boys just like a normal match and that, yeah. was, that was fun like they hit hard but it's yeah. like, oh god I wasn't expecting that yeah, they're pretty stiff yeah it's, no, but it's not Stiff, I feel, is unsafe. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They hit like, you in the rod. Yeah, if it's like Zach Sub Jr. has hit me harder than any other human being, I've, and he's my best mate. Yeah. But it's all safe. Like, yeah. I've never been injured from it. I've never, yeah. like. You can yeah. get up in the morning yeah. and wrestle. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Anyway, so well, since I had an awesome time in Japan, but maybe just. Loved it. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be here, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> no, 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 it's better. Perfect weather for you yeah. at the yeah, time as well. Yeah, it was just, oh, I enjoy the cold weather. I'd like it a bit warmer. It would yeah. have been nice a bit warmer, but, you know, like, I'm, I'm happy with my big, long black clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very unfortunate. I couldn't go to Japan this year, though I was originally hoping to go, and I know yeah. some members of MCW's management managed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had yeah. Awesome we had a wonderful time. Like I had to ignore them on Facebook because yeah. all the photos <laughs> they were putting up, and I just, I missed it. I we, we, had a, we had a good few, few nights. It was... Interesting. I've I've heard stories, but we shan't repeat them Probably here. For the best. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the hub. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good meeting spot. Yeah, for a lot good, of people yeah. after shows, which was good. We're just switching focus back over to the UK. Obviously, there's a lot going on over there at the moment. Obviously, NXT UK mm-hmm. hasn't only just launched; they're about to have their takeover event, and they've launched a performance, uh, performance yeah, it's really center. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm so happy for all my friends who are doing yeah. that. That's wicked because a lot of them, like, that's been their dream. Yes, since they're young, to and like the fact that it's in the UK and they don't have to move away from home yet, and like everyone's getting pretty good deals. Like even the lower tier deals, like yeah. whatever money they're getting, like they still get to wrestle other places and stuff as well. So like the fact they're doing the UK takeover, like that's it's things like that. Like it's showing the world the UK scene is one of the best in the world right now. Yeah, yeah. WWE wouldn't have invested this much no, money not. in some of that if if we don't. Yeah, you know, uh, the the Fight Club show we did in Japan was because Miko Satomura uh, wanted to show the Japanese fans British wrestling. Yeah, and like the sort of like fever that the, the British fans you know sort of get into like the, the Japanese fans were the fuck up show like they were going mental yeah. absolutely mental it was it was such a cool experience and like I'm really proud to be part of this scene right now that, that does seem to be showing the world what British wrestling's about yeah it, it's it's really good like we were, we were talking about you know there's obviously some people are on the negative side of it with WWE taking over but well, I'm well happy because when they're if, all gone, if your friends I get much more work. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's right. People like me and Haskins and Chris Brooks are like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Good, they can all fuck off. I'm the positive. Like, every, yeah, there's always been negativity, but at least try and be, let's try and be positive about it. Yeah. You know, like, maybe, like, someone will not be an indie fan they'll watch TakeOver and they'll see people like you know Joe Coffey or, or yeah. you know, Travis Banks or the, uh, not Pete and Tyler or anything but like maybe Trent or something like that and they go oh fuck it let's check out Progress yeah. let's yeah. check out ICW and then they'll see some of the people on there like give, uh, whoever, like, whoever. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Havoc and they go oh fuck it let's check out some of the other stuff that he's mm. into so it's almost like it supports positive. one another yeah. I think it yeah. raises Every, everyone up and the more people that can have full time living from wrestling is better for everyone I'm, I'm worried at the moment it's going to get a bit oversaturated yep but I streaming think, services and how accessible <coughs> it is I, I think we're going to find like a lot of the smaller companies start to go by the wayside yep. mm-hmm. you know like because people once you see WWE you want that production you want like not only the good wrestling but like you know the the production and everything as well like, that's yeah. what half is you know I went to saw Kings of Leon once and I'm not a huge fan, but like it was the most boring fucking show I've ever seen in my life. I, they, they, I didn't go to see them. They were playing at a Reading Festival back home, and I went and saw another band that was headlined. I thought, oh fuck, I've been to the last ten, you know, half an hour of them. Five minutes, I say, I was like, nah, fucking bollocks. Because yeah. in yeah. the production, yeah. it was like Kiss. I've, I've never really listened to Kiss before. They headlined down the festival in England one year. Oh fuck me, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Because if you get that production, you yeah. get that like. It's an experience. It's yeah. a show. It's yeah. interactive. Especially like, you know, if you go to a progress show, like we, they've always did, like um, sort of a, a compared to like the the away end of a football match. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Where like 
everyone's like visceral and they're all really like into it and like there's chanting and there's you know, fucking screaming and cheering and booing and like even if you're not a wrestling fan like I, I have a few friends from school that aren't massive wrestling fans but will come to progress because the atmosphere is incredible yeah like if we can get non-wrestling fans into this sort of product and make them fans yeah. you know even if they don't watch everything they'll just come to this yeah, company once in a while it's fucking brilliant yeah you know, everyone's making more money yeah well that, that's what I did when the progress show come to MCW oh yeah I brought friends along like this is going to be the crowd is going to be nuts it's going to be super atmosphere and those friends want to come just strictly MCW shows, yeah. but which is good for MCW and it's yeah, good, yeah. good for, well, for me when, as a when fan. When they get into this more, like maybe they're going to go to other shows. Like, yeah. From what I've heard about Russell Rock, I yeah. think that's going to be fucking, I'm, mm. re- I'm really looking forward to yeah. that. Yeah, oh, that's well, what you next... will love Russell Rock. Yeah, I'm very excited. Beer yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Russell Rock is made for you. Yeah, it's so what, what, what I've seen. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I'll completely go yeah. with that. I'm very excited. I'm really excited to wrestle Mad Dog as well. Like, I've heard a lot about him, so it's going to be cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big one. It's going to be really fun. Now, obviously, you come over to Australia. You know, I'm sure you come here for the experience as well, but obviously, because of your, the name that you've made for yourself, yeah. you obviously are brought over. You're a very popular attraction. But do you My think it's... I think so. Okay. She doesn't think I've got a real job. Oh, I was going to... Well, it's real. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels real. <laughs> the money's real. <laughs> but I think... In your opinion, is it <coughs> worthwhile, sort of like, if you're a, a sort of a young wrestler in the UK, is it worth travelling to Australia or maybe on your own dime to try and get experience over here as well? I know it's a bit of a tricky one. Um, this is me uh, disparaging the Australian scene at all because every time I've been here, it's been amazing. But there's not much work here. Okay. For for people like you, there's not there's not many like Australian wrestlers I talk to who is their full time job mm, yeah um, I'd recommend any Australian wrestlers come to England because yeah. if you come to England you can work four nights a week five nights a week you know very very easily yeah um, but saying that there's some fucking amazing talent here you know Robbie Eagles Adam Brooks Dowie James or Elliot Sexton like if they're not coming over here there's nothing wrong like if you want to do a working holiday mm. fuck it like I'd highly 100% recommend it. if you come to here on a holiday yep come bring your wrestling gear and I try and like at least get the train at least try and get on these shows because the crowds here are fucking wicked um, because if it make it, these, these sort of crowds make me feel like the British scene like five years ago mm-hmm. where it was just starting you could yes, feel that yeah. underlying sort of like something was about to happen there was something sort of on the surface and like it feels like that here oh, that was a few years ago like where you know, like you, you sell this place out quite regularly, don't you? Like, yeah. What, like yeah. yeah. yeah so or this like? this building here, six hundred and fifty, seven hundred of the square. Yeah. So I think when Akada came over, yeah, uh, with the IWGP Championship, yeah, that that filled out the building. Yeah, absolutely. Course, yeah. And since then, it's and when we were in progress, I think we sold out as well. Yes, like, you yeah. did. And when you know, that was yeah, it was wicked. The show was was amazing. Um, but the same for like was it the night after we did MCW as well? Yeah, that's why we were on roll. Yeah, 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 yeah that was, was full. Where you had your hardcore match with Funtime Phil. Oh, that was, was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, that was one of the funnest matches fun, I've man. seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. I liked it. In fact, I think I gave it honourable mentions when I came onto your Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, it was Well, it was also because for Funtime Film, it was just a great opportunity for him to step into the ring with someone as experienced as yourself. And actually, it was a match that really showed the best that both of you had. 
yeah. and I think in that way, you know, that was a perfect match. Yeah, so, oh, really, sure, yeah, it was good fun. Mm. If you can do a match all that, everyone enjoys, no one gets hurt, everyone's yeah. a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you got, didn't you get chokeslammed on the crinkle cut crisps or something? Do you know what? That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of salt. Yeah, because I like little cuts on my back and stuff, like, yeah. even if they've not been, the, you know, been there for a couple of weeks, like, fuck me, go on salt. Yeah. It's like, it's like getting like, thrown onto grass when you're topless, like, yeah. the blades of grass cut your back open, it makes it real itchy, and oh, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I'll do that again. I'd rather be thrown on thumbtacks. Yeah. Legit. The, 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 <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, more appreciation for us in the yeah, crowd. Yeah. <laughs> got to remember the salt for the open wounds. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. I've done lemon juice as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really sucks. Did like, you do like the paper cuts well, and then the lemon juice yeah. in there? Yeah. yeah. I think you did the the lemon juice with the bis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WSW. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Arm, like, yeah. 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 There's quite a big scar there. Yeah. That was mm. when I did it in America. That we, we cut and I'm. It, I didn't feel nothing. Then I looked down, and uh, do you know blood is black before it oxygenates? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Oh, okay. So it starts pouring out black. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And it just starts <laughs> squirting out of my arm. I'm like, ah, uh, something's uh, gone wrong there. So yeah, that's the only time I've done hard much. I've ever been in hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I did six stitches. That's the only time I've been in 15 years. Is that six yeah, stitches? Six stitches, all I had, yeah. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. And that's in 15 years of basically an argument. The only other time is because of my knee. And that was a normal match. And is this why I fucking anyone slags off Deathmatch or something? Like, look, I did this in a normal match of yeah. Death the Apron. Yeah. Like, any injury can happen to anyone. Yeah, of course. Like, this was, you know, the arm cut was my stupid fault. And that's, that's why I'm not blaming myself for that. It was no one else's fault. It was just an accident. An accident's happened. The same way, if someone broke the neck taking a German suplex, I wouldn't mm. call them a fucking idiot. It's a risk of the job. Yeah. I just happen to have slightly different risks to other people. So as you move into 2019, have you got any goals that you want to try and uh, achieve? Anything uh, on the bucket my, list? My main one is uh, don't shit yourself. Okay, that's a good uh, one. And don't die. Okay. Yeah. I mean, every time I do wake up in the morning, it is a disappointment. Yeah. Because uh, I'm awake, but you know, uh, you know, just main yeah, just don't shit myself today. That's, yeah. That's, that's my is that? On the back of no, just, you just shitting yourself before? No, no, never. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was just thinking, look, 2018 might have been a rough year for your pants. There's a there's a Jim Jeffries bit where um, he talks about uh, being depressed and my like, dreams and stuff. Mm. Uh, he's like, um, the reason he's depressed is because of the dreams he has. Like, you know, he, he wanted to be a stand-up comic and he managed to do, do a short, small set. Then he got to do a headline set. Then he got flown to America. And th- then he then he got to do, like, a, a HBO comedy special and he's done all this fucking shit. But he's not a film star yet and he fucking kills me. He's depressed. He wants to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, in Africa, like, all these people's dreams are don't die today. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to have smaller achievable dreams in my life. So, like, my, my dream today is I got really drunk last night. My dream today is not to shit myself on stage. <laughs> <laughs> if I achieve that, we can. I might not achieve it. If I don't achieve it, then fine. I'll go into the drawing board tomorrow and hope for the best tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I don't know, like, uh, obviously, like, Mark Haskins gets our ring on her. He's fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I'm talking with them a bit. Impact Wrestling, we've been talking with them a bit. Everyone's heard of All Elite Wrestling, you know. Indeed, I'm yes. quite good friends with Cody. Keep texting him, never replies, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes um, that private yeah. right time. I know. There's so many different, like, even if even if none of that happens for me, like, I'm still making a living, like, yeah. traveling the world doing this. And my dream is just to manage to continue to keep doing this for, oops, excuse me, just for as long as I possibly can. And as long as I'm still enjoying it, I don't ever want to stop. And like, because when I got into wrestling, it was never my dream for it to be a career. I, mean, I never imagined it be a career. I got into it because I enjoyed it, because I thought it was fun. And then, you know, I thought I'd be cool if I main evented, and I did. And like, cool if I won a title, and I did. And like, but none, none of this I've ever sort of, you know, obviously I've dreamed to do these every really. I've dreamed about doing Big Tram, but it's never been like a dream that I thought was 
achievable or something that might ever happen to me. Yeah. If it never happened, I wouldn't have been bothered because I feel like I've been so blessed to have had the life and career I've had up to this point that anything that happens is a bonus. Yeah. It's just yeah. a fucking wicked thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I think that's a really lovely way to look at your career. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Anyway, I think on that note, Jimmy, thank you very much for oh, talking to us. Yeah, really right. appreciate it. And of course, thank you for love having me on. No, it? thank you for uh, not having a wedding on today. No, that's fine. <laughs> You're very welcome. And of course, this has been On The Turnbuckle. Welcome back to On The Turnbuckle. The music of Finn Balor welcomes you back. And Lyle, that interview with Jimmy Havoc, um, Andy Coyne did a good job, don't you think? Oh, he did a really good job uh, in your absence. And Tony's, what, what did Tony have? Some fake sport on there. He had to call, I'm tipping. And you had a wedding, so I hope that was enjoyable. It wasn't my wedding, so um, that was enjoyable. Oh, well, that's a plus. Um, oh, look you've got to do these things sometimes but I, I obviously at four o'clock when I was watching people get married hopefully they don't listen to this I was wishing I was sitting with Jimmy Havoc I'll take all the listeners we can get I hope they do listen um, but yeah uh, really good job I enjoyed that interview oh thanks mate it's, uh, it's hard getting praise from you so I'll, I'll take it and special thanks of course to MCW for setting that up yep and Andy Coyne for helping us out and to Ree as well who uh lovely of her to actually set that up for us so um big thank you to all of them yes many thanks now obviously tony's not with us he was on the phone earlier but we are we do have uh, an improved guest yep host welcome back danders thanks so much for the uh i've still got nail prints in my face for that backhanded compliment there Oh, so being better than Tony is like not a compliment. Oh, I thought I thought you meant better than I used to be. It's yet to be seen. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> How are we doing, fellas? We've already asked the same amount of questions that you asked Slater when he was on, so that's uh, that's a a good start. Yeah, I'm going home. Yep. Sounds good. And and I'm not in a gang, so <laughs> no, that was a good question last time. It was worth it. So, uh, have you been up to anything uh, recently, Lyle? Anything cool happen in the last? Two weeks or so? Uh, you went bowling, didn't you? Yeah, I went bowling last night and absolutely dominated my kids, even though they had the bumpers on. But I heard no you had mercy. the bumpers on. No, 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 no. I had really ridiculous. What was fish. your score, Lyle? I, I broke 100. <laughs> but I beat, like, the kid. I still not, won. I still, a win's a win, man. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Uh, I've recently got back from Japan after being there almost two weeks. Uh, getting was, in as much wrestling as I could. And so I was you there. actually had some matches? Uh, for my eyes, yep. Yeah, okay. uh, so, talk to us, though. Uh, you went for Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, went went for Wrestle Kingdom and obviously tried to get in as much wrestling as I could. So used a couple of websites to find out the scheduling. So not your usual websites? Uh, no, they're bookmarked under something else. A bit nervous with the kids and technology these days. <laughs> um <laughs> Full no. disclosure, I completely unfollowed you on all social media just for 30 days because I could not handle all the photos you were posting. No. I've got him muted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you were having an amazing time. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I took in 15 wrestling shows in 10 days. 
I was there. Uh, it was, I want to say it was a lot, but I could have easily done more. I was exhausted after doing three shows in two days here once. Uh, yeah, that was a big weekend, but also I was on my own, so I didn't have to life responsibilities in the way. So I could just be totally a wrestling fan, and all I had to do was remember to drink a bit of water and eat sometimes. Did Which, you get onto that drink that all the guys from MCW seem to be drinking? In the uh, strong zero. Yeah, strong zero. No, that's an alcoholic. You don't drink that in the morning. Everyone else was drinking uh, in the morning. Well, they're a lot tougher than pop. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Did nah. you bring any back for us? Uh, no, no. It's it's a dangerous. It's a dangerous drink. That's nine percent, and it's a creeper. Can we get oh that goodness. in Australia? Uh, I have no idea. I want some. Yeah, it was really good. I worked out. Only have one a night. Uh, one of the nights I tried to have two and. You know, judging the rail system home to my hotel was very dodgy at one in the morning. Do you reckon I could have two? Uh, no. No, no way. It's only four beers. Yeah, but it gets you. I don't know. It was just... Isn't it, it mixed with energy good. drink? I assumed it's some form of Yeah, oh, I drink. have no idea. It tasted nice. I got the lemon flavor. It was really good. So you had it once? No, no. I had it most nights okay. with my vodkas. So uh, all the wrestling venues, you could take your uh, own alcohol in. So I didn't have to get up from my seat. Which you can good. do that here. It's just a little bit more dodgy. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, the whole trip was amazing. Obviously, Wrestle Kingdom was the big draw card, and that was a yeah a really good experience. That was an, an event. You went to a show that had chains for ropes. Uh, yes, that was in, oh, I hate to pronounce words wrong, Tudican, I'm you, assuming look, it is. You, you pronounce English words wrong all the time, so don't be too worried. No, it was written in English words, so, uh, which is a, a souvenir shop or merchandise store. And at night, they move a few of the shelves back and squeeze, I want to say, 50 people in there. And other than my Wrestle Kingdom ticket, that was my most expensive wrestling ticket because I feel the Japanese like the real niche. niche. Mm. And... You know, elitist thing. Uh, yes, a lot of drunk Japanese businessmen, but I was there. Some Aussie boys on that card. Yes, uh, Tyson was on the card. Uh, Full name, come on. Get him over. Well, Tyson Baxter recently debuted in MCW. I've been calling him Fever Pitch because I'm pretty sure that's his Instagram yeah, name. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, that, well, that might be just another moniker he goes to. Um, I'm not sure of the other guy's name. It's just, Jet. No, no Jet. Jet, Jet really looked after a mate of his. His mate uh, had his bags lost at the airport, mm. so he travelled back and in the commute and stuff. Took six hours to get the bag back. He actually missed the show, so he looked after a friend instead of taking a wrestling booking in Japan. This is why I don't have friends. That, that's a new, one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's the not Japanese, the, main reason. the Japanese. I think there may have been six Westerners in the crowd, maybe seven. And uh, the Japanese crowd absolutely loved the Aussie boys. Super hard hitting, as the ring would have been no more than two meters wide. Oh, and yes, it had chains for ropes, so there wasn't a yeah, you know, there was no Irish that whips. Sounds or, like a tight, it's like a tighter fit than Wrestle Rock. It was. I oh, know it was. It, our studio in here would be the same size. It's not a visual medium, Lyle. Mm. I'll take a photo of it. Um, yeah, it's not really big. Like just to say, it's the size of your normal lounge room. Um, yeah, so we were squeezed in 
right against the ropes. So we got hit a few the times. Chains. Oh yeah, the chains. Uh, we got hit a few times by flying legs, and you know, then there was a tag match. So you, so you took some bumps. <laughs> well, I, I know sold them because it's Japan. So you know, I showed my fighting spirit. But yeah, there was a tag match. So it was basically the one that the guy that wasn't in the ring was in the crowd with us. <laughs> he wasn't on the. On the apron, so uh, yeah, so that, that was a really fun experience. Uh, if anyone's going to go to Japan, try and go to those crazy shows. I know there was a a show while we were there that was in a gay bar where a lot of the wrestlers were kissing fans and stuff. Unfortunately, I didn't go to that one. Well, I heard that yeah, you were there the night before, weren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the only show I didn't go to that it wasn't wrestling. Uh, yeah, and there was other shows in bars where you know might have been twenty fans and stuff like that. So they do do very weird kind of wrestling over there. But I spent my majority of my time in Corican Hall, which is right beside Tokyo Dome, which, you know, they had an 11.30 show and 6.30 shows most days. So that was good. And you made a new best friend while you were over there? I made a few new best friends. Um, from the US? Uh, yes. Uh, Mr. Dave Meltzer. I uh, conversed with him numerous times and... Marked out, uh, asking to get his photo. After I was too scared to do it myself, I waited till the guy I was with asked first, and I thought, there's my chance. Uh, Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Just loves talking wrestling, so he's still a wrestling nerd like all of us. Speak to you. We're not nerds. You're doing Dan, a wrestling- Dan and I aren't nerds. It's, it's a Wednesday night. You're doing a wrestling podcast. I'm pretty sure we're all nerds. Did you uh, Did you call him American Dan Leonard? Uh, no. <laughs> and probably probably my biggest regret of the trip was um, not bringing up Dan's Dan's name and disgraceful. Yeah, I should have. Like, I could have Look easily said, your mates. Oh, "No, I was going to get myself. I'm Dan Lennon's friend from Australia." <laughs> then Dave Meltzer would have spoke so to me are, even more. Aussie Alvarez. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's my Alvarez imp- impersonation. It's not very good. Um, what was the weirdest thing that you ate? Uh, on the front? I don't know. I. A lot of stuff I ordered, I had no idea what I was ordering. Uh, a lot of weird, chewy stuff in ramen, which I'm not sure if it was seafood or maybe some crazy mushroom. But um, I've had crazy mushrooms here. Yeah, okay, okay. No, so I didn't have any weird side effects or anything. I ate a lot of ramen while I was there, some really good sushi. Uh, a guy I met from Sydney that travels to Japan a lot took me... To a nice tempura place. That was amazing. The whole food experience was really good. The Japanese do amazing fried chicken. Please tell me you had a lot of fried chicken. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of fried chicken. I Yes, but I did taste it. And if anyone's going to Corican Hall, make sure you get the chicken tenders. They are amazing. Better than KFC. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, what did everyone make of the All Elite Wrestling announcement? Um, I guess it was a long time coming. It was hinted by Cody when they were out here late last year. Um, I'm I'm on the fence about it. I feel like the super smarks are going to ruin it for me. The neck beards. Yeah, the this is going to take on everything. It's going to be the best thing you've ever seen. It's like just let it just let it grow. Yeah. Um. I mentioned to you, Lyle. Um. What concerns me about it is having uh, workers booking. 
if the Bucks are booking the show and Cody's running the show. None of them have ever run a company before and all of a sudden they're running a company and working as wrestlers in it. Uh, I think the in-ring is going to be amazing. Like all the workers that they're signing can work and, and that's going to be really enjoyable. And I think the, they're going to get a grace period from their fans because their fans are you know, super, super fans. Um, and we all love watching good wrestling, so that, that side's going to be fine. Um, after a year when their storytelling needs to when they need to be writing stories for weekly television that's the wait and see part for me but obviously an extra place for people to work that's bankrolled by the ultimate money mark yes mm. um it can only be a good thing yeah and hope you know he's hopefully he's got a real can-do attitude is that how you pronounce his last name that was a pun sorry about that go home dad what are you doing? <laughs> no, uh, like you said, it's another place for wrestlers to work, create that uh, competition so they can uh, be more financially rewarded. I know Cody's big on maybe like a unionised uh, wrestling front, which if that forces WWE's hand into employment benefits and not being a, what do they call them? Uh, Contractors or yeah, whatever. I don't know. Uh, like uh, unionized uh, is a. I don't know about unions, but definitely if they can get a better deal for wrestlers, it'd be good. Yeah, um, and they have more employee benefits as opposed. Yeah, to well, medicals like, the bit. Medicals yeah. the thing. Yeah, and five hundred one ks. I'm assuming that's their super. It's funny because WWE, although they don't have protection by medical, uh, WWE do pay for all of the surgeries and stuff yes. of their wrestlers plus. Um, things like uh, rehab for life and things like that. that yeah, th- I mean. They may as well go the whole hog and include medical benefits. They're, uh, I think they're being stubborn. Yeah. So, like, if they can, like, I don't think we've spoken about, like, a SAG card or something like that. Yeah. You know, which does cover the whole families. I'm assuming. You're going to call it a the, WAG card? Uh, no. Yeah. Wrestling. Well played. So, that's another one. That's a dad joke. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> um, no, like, the Young Bucks, obviously, they're real family orientated. That's why they've never signed with wwe they wouldn't want to be on the road so much so if they can bring the wrestlers away from being 52 week performers like a lot of the wwe guys uh maybe they could interchange people having holidays or vacations as they'd call them you know i just i feel it could change the business it's a big it's a big could because obviously you're not just going to be tipping water down the down the drain and it needs to be viable um yeah, so I think it's a positive. A lot of people are going to make a, a lot of money in the short term and hopefully it I've been pays saying, off. I've been saying for a long time, I don't think wrestlers should wrestle every week. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone should wrestle one week than the next. I think that it takes away from the sport element and it rushes your stories. I yep. think in WWE you've got such a huge roster that you know if um, Finn Balor wrestles this Monday, next Monday he shouldn't wrestle. He should, you know, that should take something out of him so next week he might have a promo to build the week after and then on the pay-per-view you have all your main guys coming together but it also means anyone who who else on is on their roster gets that chance to get themselves over and work their way up to that main event spot because you can't get yourself over if you're not wrestling in front of a crowd yeah i think that was part of for me i think they're like their big announcement was Chris Jericho. That was their big signing. The way they built it up for the actual pref- press conference, I thought there was going to be more. And I think that they announced plenty, but I kind of felt a little bit disappointed because I thought there was going to be more. And with Chris Jericho, I feel like we are seeing him so often now that it wasn't that big of a surprise. I think it was good, but it wasn't shocking. 
Um, yeah, the the big announcement for me was probably um, them getting Pack, which was I thought was a really good signing. Um, Jericho brings name value, which I mean he was negotiating with WWE up to the last second, which we found out later. Um, so in hindsight, finding out that they won Jericho over um, over the WWE, that's more impressive than winning the Elite over the mm, WWE. Yep. So. Um, Jericho brings name value and brings legitimacy to them. Uh, I think they're going to get Kenny Omega, which is the biggest signing they can have at the moment. Uh, and once they start getting WWE guys going out of contract, going to them, that's when they become a real player. Yeah, once it becomes that uh, fighting for negotiations, I'm pretty sure AJ Styles' contract is up this year, so he is going to make a ton more money on the back of this. So another good timing for him. Um with Kenny Omega, I still feel he's going to stay in New Japan and that will help the AEW relationship and he'll want to work with his mates. Oh, so I, f- I feel they will uh, join together because they want to work with everyone like they did. They signed with OWE. Yeah, but I don't I, like New Japan have announced they're going to continue working with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor have there's nothing in Ring of Honor's benefit to work with. No, I. I I just feel Another American promotion. All Elite Wrestling is going to be on a bigger platform than Ring of Honor and New Japan as they're moving into the American market. They were moving into the American market on the back of the Bucks Omega. But it doesn't make Cody. business sense to move into America and help who's probably your main competition. Yeah, no, no, I know that, but I I just I feel they're gonna they're gonna work together. Time will tell. Yeah. Uh, so MCW PWA both had uh, big shows on the weekend. I know, Lyle, you were at the MCW show. Yeah, it was uh, it was really fun. It was a fun show. Uh, Jimmy Havoc had a really good match. I heard he uh, got interviewed by a really good-looking guy and, and myself. I remember yeah, JXT did handsome. talk to him, didn't he? <laughs> I was going to do the joke, you bastard. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, really it was good to be back in the Thornbury Theatre. You know, it's no Tokyo Dome or Corican Hall, but... Oh. Listen yeah. to him. <laughs> it's I Melbourne. don't think I want to be friends with you anymore. It's Melbourne's Corrigan Hall. I, I'm, I'm assuming it was a near seller. It was jam-packed in there. Um, yeah, the matches were really good. Slex is still the business. Uh, yes, they announced the big title versus title that's coming up soon. Yes, and the Philippe brothers wrestling each other on the next show, which... Um, it's got me excited. I think those two are going to have... They're going to tear the house down. Yeah. Is that February 2nd? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a few shows that weekend, yeah, which well, is interesting. It's on, it's on the run show. You're skipping ahead, which I'm not overly happy with. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Tony's not here keeping me in line. How uh, do no. We, well, sorry. Good. No. How do we feel about the uh, the new tag champs? Seems to be a controversial uh, point. I enjoy that they're going to have something to do away from the titles while obviously Slex is on the up. I did find it a little bit weird that they did squash the Brat Pack after the after the uh, the match. They came back out and Sex Rock just totally squashed them like Triple H would have squashed them, which was weird because they were, you know, 18 months or whatever it is, a long tag team champs, I feel... Yeah, I think, but there's a there's a bit of a dark match element to that as well, where it's like, yeah, that true. was just for um, the farewell to yeah. Jonah, who's, you know... Off I just to- wanted to see him be treated better, that's all. 
Yeah, look, I think um, they're going to stay in the title picture because yes. there isn't anybody else really as a viable opponent first up. Um, I was surprised they did the title change, but I refused to crap on anything until I see where it's going. Yeah. No, it, it was good. It was a really cool moment. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you know how they how they did the end? It was no, actually I'm really creative. I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, do you want me to? Uh, no, I don't you? want you to ruin it. I want okay. to watch it. It was really creative. The the finish of the match. So yeah, when it drops, make and sure look, you watch it. Let's face it. it Dowie and um, Brooksy, uh, two of the best wrestlers in MCW, and they get to they get they're gonna their uh, dynamics gonna tell a story going forward as well. So well, they told a really good story on Saturday night. So you got nice. a lot to look forward to. Women's tag team titles in WWE. What do we think? I think it's good that they only have one set, which I feel the men should also have one set, so it doesn't water down. And hopefully they're travelling champions and they can go on both shows. Uh, it's good. It's just recognition of all the female hard work. I. Can you stop mansplaining? I was trying to get the female on the panel. Sorry, you were looking at me. I thought you wanted me to go first. I wasn't looking at you. I'm cross-eyed, and I'd thank you not to know, not to mention it. <laughs> um, I hope that it brings in more tag teams as opposed to factions. I feel like the women's market is saturated with these three-part factions or, like, four-part factions. I just feel if you have a look over the last two years... There's just so many. So I hope that it sees an increase and then also an increase in just singles competition as well because I think if I have to watch the Riot Squad get squashed one more time, I'll just forget, I'll just erase them from my memory. My favourite part is the way they're going to crown the champions with the Elimination Chamber. No one's ever done a tag Elimination Chamber, so the first ever tag Elimination Chamber is also a women's match, which um, they didn't even sell it as that. I, I love that. It's just this makes sense to their booking. Elimination Chamber's coming up. Let's throw the tags in. And I think that if it's booked well, that's going to be the highlight of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. If it's not booked well, it's going to be shit show. <laughs> just yeah. from too many people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's hope that um, the Aussie girls can win. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I think it also, when you have, like, women's actual tag teams... Um, it builds, you know, the inevitable breakup of the tag team, which creates such great storylines there. Well, so hopefully it means that we see more of that. Well, we're currently the Australians hold uh, 13% of WWE titles. I, yes, I'm a nerd. I did the math. And so if we can get these tag titles, that'll uh, boost that even further. And um, officially, we're probably taking taking over the world, aren't we? Yeah, of course. Hashtag, you're going to notice us. Now, now we conquer. You mentioned it briefly early, February the 2nd, um, we've got a show here in Melbourne for MCW. Yes. Wrestle Rampage are running a show. Yes, which they will be streaming at the same time, which will and be good. And EPW are running a show. Interesting. I now, don't think they've all worked, uh, ran them, on the same show before. None of them have ever run a show on the same day. Yeah. Um, they usually check with each other, is what I've been told previously. Yeah. Now, I did ask a couple of people who would know is there anything to this is there going to be a joint announcement um and they know sold me they all told me that oh are we really running i didn't know so as far as the official line from well definitely from mcw is we didn't know that we're running a show the same day take that take from that what you will whether they're just kayfabing me i wish they wouldn't because i wouldn't have gone to air with it if they told me but um 
yeah, so as far as I know, it's a coincidence, but I'm intrigued to see if there maybe is something to it. Yeah, it's 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 uh, fun to speculate. I hope it is something. Look, maybe it's a huge joint show or... Joint tour, I'd like to see. Yeah, like that Melbourne really Friday, good. Adelaide Saturday, Perth Sunday. Every match is a triple threat state of origin. How good would that be? Yeah, that's good. Anyway, if it's not that... Can someone get that organised for me? Because I'd love... Uh, I, I'll be, uh, well, I won't be front and centre because I don't like the front row and I can't get to the beers quick enough, but I'll definitely be at this show. <laughs> so uh, we're joined now on the line by Greg from The B+, Plus, who uh, you know, basically the head honcho over there. And uh, we just wanted to have a, a chat with you. Welcome to the show, Greg. Thanks for having me, guys. Do you want to talk a bit about the website quickly first and the podcasting that you're doing? Yeah, man. Uh, so the B-Plus, like, it started just as as a podcast. We were just a couple of guys in a, in a wrestling group, and we were like, let's do a podcast about wrestling because we all love podcasts. And uh, we sort of came together, started talking wrestling. We tried to do it like you guys do, yeah? Like, you guys are my favorite Australian wrestling podcast. You do it exactly how I wanted to do it. But uh, I, I have a mild case of, of just OCD and needing to cover everything. So we ended up, it, like, we tried to do cover as much as we could in one show, and we, we went for, like, four hours. So what we ended up doing was breaking it down into weekly things where we'll talk WWE on one show, we'll talk Australian wrestling on another show, talk Impact on another show, and eventually it's become an everyday thing. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, how many days in a row did you do once? Um, I've done I've done two separate times. I've done an entire month in a row where we haven't had a single day without a show. And uh, that wasn't a February, people. <laughs> it was a proper month. <laughs> yeah, a full month, full month. I think, I mean, I've been doing it, we've, we've been going for about six months now, and we're on episode 180. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, um, that's quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the reason, uh, we wanted to have a chat with you. We were talking online, I just wanted to bring that chat sort of, onto the podcast uh we'll start lyle start lyle you ran into you had an interesting chat at the airport when you were coming home from japan. oh japan yeah I was, I was in japan for two weeks greg if you didn't already know um <laughs> I, I went to know. wrestle kingdom and 15 wrestling shows and no, yeah you were already covered oh we did we covered yeah. that okay um <laughs> and i had an interesting a chat a with a guy at the melbourne airport found out that he works for major events in victoria he asked what I do, and I said, I do a wrestling podcast. He Which said, you didn't say to Meltzer when he asked what you do. No. Um, <laughs> well, when you're interviewed on that YouTube show about wrestling, you yeah, didn't say that. 21,000 people watched that. I drive a forklift. <laughs> well, he asked what I do. you got to get the plug I don't know. I, know. I, don't know. I look after two kids. I don't know what to answer. Um, My wife looks after <laughs> three two kids. kids. Yeah, she looks after me too. Um yeah, so I had a good chat to him. He was talking about how big the Australian Open's going to be and all that, and he eventually got into the good stuff. Did w- you yawn when he talked about tennis? Because I yawn every time someone talks uh, about tennis. He was talking it up, saying that it's going to be three times as big as it's ever been and yeah. blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, no yeah. one cares about that. Surely there's a tennis podcast you can listen to. There is one on this network, yeah, on the baseline. And it's really good. <laughs> uh, hopefully... They get him on the podcast because he was really good. Yeah, continue. Uh, yeah, and he got into talking about WWE, and he said they've put in a request to run a series in Australia at the end of this year. He wasn't 100% sure what that meant 
because he wasn't a big wrestling fan. I right. hopefully took it as a Survivor Series, but That's already he, been announced. He, um, he quickly said that it was going to be three, four, maybe five different events in Australia that they're proposing for this year. So I'm not sure how much information of that is out there or or anything like that, but if it doesn't come to be this year, at least Australia's on the radar that WWE are looking. So, uh, Greg, what do you think maybe... Are you thinking that could be like a, uh, you know, like the NXT, uh, the UK tournament or something like that? Oh, man, this is where this is where conspiracy group comes out, right? Like, I've got my corkboard in the office and I've got the threads linking everywhere and which promotions are talking to who and all the crazy stuff goes on through my mind because, you know, there are whispers around. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys talk to people. I'm sure you've heard whispers of... of uh, and and this, is, this is all second-hand, third-hand, fourth-hand stuff, but, you know, secret WWE tryouts and they're contacting people and what have you and... Uh, and I'm thinking that we're a lot closer because, you know, Triple H did that whole thing with news.com.au. Well, yeah, we were, we were planning this chat. We were hoping that it would last. No one would find out about like this sort of stuff until our chat. And then the next day, Triple H comes out <laughs> and announces <laughs> that there could be a performance centre here sooner than what we think. Um, yeah. And, and what did he say? He said four to five years, right? Yeah. Well, that's before. No, he said four to five years before there's, there could be an NXT Australia. Uh, they could easily yeah, set up a performance really centre deliberate. ahead of then, ahead of time then. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I look at it and I think that I think that we're uh, people will disagree with me. I get heat when I say this, but uh, I think we're we're ready for it to come, and I think it'll be a good thing. Uh, I think that it, the tournament. I think we're ready for a tournament this year. And so, if you're hearing that there's a show that they've applied for, you know, grants or whatever it is to to do a series in Australia, I, I'm thinking it's got to be a tournament, right? Yeah. That's what I think. Um, I don't think we're ready for an NXT in Australia because I just don't think we've got enough fans yet. But I do think that, no. I do think that we're ready for um, a performance center because our workers. Yeah, and enough. This, this is where I say it's a good thing, right? Is the the tournament? Um, the tournament brings more eyes because there's a lot of people that don't even know. Like, think of how many people were at the MCG. You were there. It was huge. And how many of those people actually know? That there's wrestling down the road on a Friday or a Saturday night. Yeah. So who 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 is uh, who do you have in this tournament? Like that's that's a whole other podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. Like I like I said, conspiracy Greg comes out here because you got to look at AEW. They're eyeing off the region. We know Brandy mentioned Australia and that whole thing. Uh, so they're eyeing it off. They're eyeing it off. NJPW playing. They've got their whole dojo thing. I think we could do a deep dive. If you guys want to, because, you know, the deep dives are kind of my thing. We do an hour every day on the B-Plus podcast. So if you guys want to come on and, and we can do an entire hour. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, what we'll do is, uh, so we'll, we'll wrap this chat up. Um, and then in the next couple of days, we'll record something with you and we'll link it to, to our stuff. And so anyone who wants to listen to us uh, wildly theorize on, on what we think this could be. World Cup 2.0. Yeah, it could be a World Cup <laughs> Fantasy 2.0. booker territory. This um, what the tournament, our tournaments would look like, who we want booked. Let's uh, let's do it, Greg. Yeah, sounds like fun. Did I hear Danders there? You no, did, yes, yeah, she's here. Danders the Manders, how, how you doing, Danders? sir? Danders, Danders the Manders. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well, I'm well. It's good, good to hear you on the podcast again. I know. It's, uh... That's debatable. <laughs> so savage. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Greg. Everyone, check out the B Plus. He's on all the socials. You'll be able to find Greg's stuff. Um, definitely uh, the Aussie Grap Show is one that I listen to regularly. Um, yeah, it's my favourite one. I got, I got to get the plug in there too. We've launched a Patreon this yes. month. So if you if you if you are a listener to the B Plus and you want to hear it, you know, without all the ads, without all the interruptions, and you want to get those sweet sweet bonuses early, uh, then patreon.com slash the B Plus. Otherwise, it's just the B Plus on all other social media, the B Plus Wrestle, the B Plus Wrestling. It's not too hard to find. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Greg. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on, guys. Okay, so that was Greg from the B Plus. Thanks for joining us, Greg. Obviously, uh, upcoming shows. Uh, ACW have got Evolve with Brooksy and Matt Hader in the main event uh, on Saturday. Wrestle Rock at the Corner Hotel, massive card. Jimmy Havoc versus Mad Dog. Yeah, uh, the three of us will be there. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely, hundred uh, percent. If you're listening to this, can you just get buy me a beer? I'm a bit skint this week, so. Yep. Be- and when you see me, come and say hello. Uh, Newcastle Pro Wrestling, uh, they've got a main event uh, cage match: Jackson Kelly versus Matt Rogers. Riot City Wrestling have got Reanimation. And PCW and Furniture Gully have got their summer series night three. Mark Cage takes on Nate Cross. Next week on the podcast, we're joined by Tali. Yes. Uh, we'll reveal the new venue for Underworld Wrestling and announce how you can win a free ticket to their next show. Tony will unfortunately be here. Uh, and we've got a special interview with... Brother Love. Yep. Bruce Pritchard. Uh, the host of Something to Wrestle With. Yeah, the, the biggest wrestling podcast in the world. So, yeah, we uh, we actually have already recorded that one, and we can't wait to bring that to you. So um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so uh, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a review. It helps. Uh, have a look at us on Facebook or any other social media. And thank you very much for listening. This is on the turnbuckle. Thanks, Lyle. Thanks, Danders. And apologies to Tony for running overtime. <laughs>